increasingly long days and endless paperwork to contend with. These are just some of the concerns of GPs here in France who say they've less and less time to exercise their profession properly. In a rare move, many have decided to take part in protests demanding greater investment from the government. Hello and welcome to this week's edition of France in Focus. Now to understand why GPs in France are so fed up, we spent the day with one doctor in a small town south of Paris with 40,000 inhabitants. Let's take a look at a day in the life of a GP. It's still dark out when Antoine Soubio arrives at his office. It's 7.55 a.m. I've dropped the kids off at daycare. Now it's time to face the morning. Subia is 38 years old. He began working as a general practitioner nine years ago after 10 years of study. On the 1st and 2nd of December, the doctor's offices will be closed. He'll be on strike for only the second time in his career. Without much bigger incentives, we're in big trouble. There aren't enough of us to manage all this. We're ready to work, but not at any cost, under any conditions. What we want is to have the time to treat our patients and let this time be valued. General practitioners say higher consultation fees are essential to attract medical students to the field. A GP visit currently costs 25 euros. Striking doctors say that must rise to 50 in order to hire more staff and give more time to their patients. I'm writing a letter for the cardiologist, and then I have to find an address for the patient because there are fewer and fewer cardiologists these days. Dr. Soubieux is writing this letter with his patient present, but he receives many more all day that he must handle outside of his consultations. It's really a second job. All the things we have to deal with on the side, terrible lab results that need to be treated quickly, it can be all hands on deck, calling the patient, calling an ambulance. From infants to nursing mothers to teenagers and the elderly, the consultations never cease and they're always different. A variety that marks the richness of the field, but which also demands a huge personal investment. So it's key for Antoine to take a few minutes break with his colleagues. We need to reserve our tickets to go to Paris on the 1st for the strike. Four other doctors work from this office, a presence that Soubia says is crucial. I couldn't imagine working all alone, though I'm sure there are some who can do it. Personally, I think we need to listen to one another, to be able to share, to talk about other things. We don't just talk about medicine on our breaks. The World Cup is starting up, so we're making our predictions. But there's no time for talking football during this lunch break. Okay, it's 12.48 p.m. We've just done about 15 consultations in the office, and now we're off on three house calls. Yes, it's the doctor, thanks. Two days per week, Dr. Soubieux does house calls to see his patients who can no longer come to the office. I can't go there. Look at my foot. I have no more toes. This role is essential for maintaining a connection with these patients who can't travel due to health problems and who need care. 
The cost for this house call, which lasted more than a half hour, 35 euros, just 10 more than an office visit. Consultations that are time-consuming and poorly compensated. Fewer and fewer doctors are willing to do them. By the time the day is done, Dr. Antoine Soubieu will have seen 30 patients, ranging from 10 days old to 96 years. Maintaining such an intense work schedule can also take its toll on the physical and mental health of GPs. We went to meet one doctor who was recently signed off of work after suffering from burnout. Laurent Sylvain, thank you very much for speaking to us today. You're a general practitioner or GP. Now, as a GP, what would you say led to your burnout? C'est une accumulation. It was a build-up of things. We have more and more work because there are more and more patients and consultations that are also increasingly complex. So little by little the work crept up and I ended up staying later and later, having dinner at work, and I went from 45 hours of work a week to 65 hours until one day I reached burnout, physically and mentally. Now you say that you reached a point where you really didn't want to keep going as you were. What would you say that point was? I felt that I was getting to the end of my tether. But what triggered my decision to seek a break from work was when a patient one morning asked me why it had been so difficult to get an appointment with me. I took it quite badly and I was a bit short with her, which isn't like me. And it struck me that that was the straw which broke the camel's back. You decided to come back to work despite a few weeks off to rest. Is there a problem sometimes with putting limits in place, for example, deciding to see less patients or deciding to work shorter days? The problem is that a doctor is also a businessman. So we deal with the medical side and the patients, during which we don't really think about finances. But then there's the admin side, which we also have to manage. If we take too long with each patient, it puts us at financial risk. And if we go fast, well, that's not good for patients. So we have to strike a balance. But it doesn't work in the current conditions. There is a worrying suicide rate amongst young interns. It's three times higher than young people of the same age group. Does that surprise you as a statistic? It's a very shocking statistic, but I understand why. The studies are gruelling and the job is gruelling, exhausting both mentally and physically. It's not like working in a factory, but it's still hard physical work, having to be on duty as well as the emotional aspect. Now, you have decided to take part in upcoming strikes. Why is it important for you to participate? All GPs, or the vast majority, want to take part, even if we've not all agreed on all the demands, because the system is collapsing. We are under pressure from patients, those that don't have a doctor anymore, or those that have one but can't get an appointment. The system as we know it is collapsing, and we need a big change urgently, or everything will break down, just like I did. Laurent Sylvain, thank you very much for speaking to France 24 today.
But despite all of the doom and gloom, an innovative concept from a group of doctors in Paris could yet hold the key. The idea would be to centralise medical professionals under one roof, meaning you could consult your GP, followed by a cancer specialist, a dentist or even an optician. That would mean less waiting time and more localised healthcare. Well, the idea comes from a study on the well-being of doctors. It's not a hospital nor a GP practice, but perhaps the best of both worlds. The largest multidisciplinary health centre in France hopes to lure doctors back to Montreuil. The town of 100,000 inhabitants is classified as a medical desert, with 4.6 doctors for every 10,000 people. We wanted to create a place which brought together all the medical specialties with all the technical equipment. It provides a much more intellectually stimulating environment for doctors. Despite the town's shortage of medics, the centres had no problem recruiting, bringing up to 50 new doctors to the area. We've succeeded in recruiting mostly young people, most of whom are relative newcomers, who'd been doing replacement shifts in lots of establishments and hadn't found one that suited them yet. GP Pauline Berioni was attracted by the opportunity to stay self-employed, but with the benefits of working in a hospital, like staff to take care of administrative duties. It's really precious help for us day to day because it relieves us of some of the admin which has become more and more of a burden, which means we have more time for patients. No one wants to work in isolation. It's very difficult on a human level. It's a setup that benefits patients too. Maxime arrived at the centre with a persistent sore throat. After examining him, the doctor sends him for a chest X-ray. Maxime doesn't even have to leave the building. The radiology department is upstairs. It's reassuring because there's good follow-up care, as the staff know each other and work together. Within an hour, he's seen two doctors, had an X-ray and got a diagnosis. The centre is already proving a success in this urban medical desert. It's less clear how effective this model would be in rural areas, where other more general factors, like a lack of services or jobs for spouses, may also discourage health professionals from settling there. Well, that brings us to the end of this week's edition of France in Focus. We really hope that you'll join us again for another edition next week.